his first run and a good one. Williams outside, 15, keeps his feet, and Williams finds the end zone, and he is in for a touchdown. On second down, here's a toss. Here is Lucas. Jalen Lucas, that great speed, keeps his feet inside the 30. Lucas, 10, 5, touchdown, Indiana. It's Henderson cutting back and finding the end zone, touchdown, Indiana. Welcome to episode 179. Yes, we've made it this far without talking any Rutgers basketball. This is the LEO podcast presented by Big Banter. I'm your host, Michael Bragg. You can follow me on Twitter. It's at Braggley, B-R-A-G-G-L-E-Y. I'm here with my co-host, Brandon Dubich. You can follow him on Twitter. It's at Brandon Dubich. Brandon spelled traditionally Dubich, D-U-B-I-C-H. What's up? Brando. I'm just going to preface this for you mm-hmm. and preface this for the listeners. Free face it. Um, This is my MJ flu game. I'm not going to lie. Uh-oh. I'm not going to lie. Under the weather. You look like Grinding it. it through. Oh, dude. You asked why I had a jacket on? It's because I have the freaking chills. I'm freezing. <laughs> I am so cold. Yeah. You want to know who gives me the chills? Producer Seth. He's here. If you haven't blocked him on Twitter, go ahead and do it. It's at Setah5, S-E-T-A-H-5. Seth, I'd like to know why you're on my outline right now. It's the only one I could find really quickly. <laughs> cheater, cheater, <laughs> pumpkin eater. Oh, I, I was just going to say, at least we're playing the non-cheating Michigan. <laughs> oh, yeah. May- well, so we think, you know, uh, you know, we're not playing America's team. I mean, they, was they Mel Tucker was Mel Tucker married? I mean, I think he was. Oh, oh, he was married. He Yikes. was married. So we are playing. The, we're playing the first cheating different, team. Different type of cheaters. The first still one got, still got my fastball. Still got it my is. fastball. I like that. I like that. And then imagine if Jimbo Fisher ends up there. Getting Urban, Urban Meyer. Or Urban Meyer. <laughs> feel, or Brian Kelly. Uh, Brian Kelly doesn't really have any. No. Like Bobby Petrino. Oh, gosh. Oh, my God. Just name every scumbag. Speaking I think that of- Brian Kelly, not a scumbag. I take that back. No, Brian Kelly's fine. He's just Brian Kelly. Yeah. Um, check out our website. Uh, I'll put the link. I don't know what it is anymore. Bragleyproductions.com backslash shop, I think. Um, cool stuff. All on sale. Um, buy them up while you still can. Soon to be vintage t-shirts, I'm assuming. Um, and it will help with the possible buyout. So I mean, again, go. guys, listen to this. I know some of you out there have a Miller Time shirt. Yeah. I know some of you guys have a Crean and Crimson shirt. I know some right? of you guys out there probably have a Steelers Super Bowl t-shirt, which is now vintage. So, um, yeah, it's all the same, right? I hope no nobody else listening to us is a Steelers fan. Um, check us out on Instagram at podcast LEO. You can get uh, just like a cool picture every time we release a podcast. That's about all we do on there. Hundredth um, follower wins a T-shirt for free. But I'm telling you, dude, the shirts are fifteen bucks. Fifteen bucks. We are losing our proverbial ass on these T-shirts. Well, you know, we're doing our best to contribute towards NIL. Right, who's? Ah, anyone's. Uh, anybody. When you're losing money, can you contribute to the NIL? No, not sure. I don't know. Um, I don't know Patreon. the way that stuff works. Accounting wise, I think at some point we'll start doing it. Maybe if you guys start paying for some Patreon, 
I mean, maybe if we start doing exclusive content too, there's that. Um, three dollars a month for Patreon. That's nothing, dude. Think about it. Three dollars a month. Think about that. Crazy. Twenty percent off merchandise. I mean, it's saving you right there. And then free LEO podcast sticker with membership, exclusive interviews with players, former players will be coming up in the off season, as well as a bunch of other reviews and everything else too. So check it out. Time to move on. Let's do what we do on preview podcasts. And that's um, talk about the game and the game coming up is game number 11 against Michigan state. Um, it says here, read schedule. It would help if I pulled up said schedule. It's fun. To oh, go man. through. I mean, it's you could do it read. if you have it pulled so up. No, I have it. So so they played go the ahead. Chippewas, and everything was great. Yep. Well, Every, uh, everything was fantastic. You know, you got Noah Kim going for almost 300 and two touchdowns. Things are golden. Go on, Seth. Oh, I was just going to say that Connor Stallings had a, uh, what? Uh, Who's What's a Connor Stallings? What are you what are you talking about? The Michigan guy. He's the one he was in he was in central oh, Michigan gear on the sidelines of that game. That was the game? That was the yeah. one with the blue with the blue sunglasses, the blue camera sunglasses. Oh, I'm not, I'm not I'm not a camera coming. Oh, I'm not here. <laughs> and he fist pumped, right? After like a central Michigan touchdown or something. Yeah. And then they just co- conveniently beat Michigan State 49 nothing. Just shocking turn of events. Like maybe. All right, I'm I'm gonna keep doing what doing what uh, Bragg asked me to do. Thank um, you. So then Noah Kim again goes for three hundo and two touchdowns against Richmond and the Rich Spartan. The, the Spartan faithful is pumped, and then they welcome Michael Penix, who's been there, he's done that, mm-hmm. and he dropped five hundred on their head and five touchdowns. And then it's all kind of been downhill since there. Lost yeah. to Maryland, lost to Iowa, lost to Rutgers, lost to Michigan, lost to Minnesota. Then out of nowhere, out of nowhere, they beat Nebraska, which is about the most Nebraska thing of all time. <laughs> um, so they they somehow win 20 to 17 there, but but then then they went right back to to getting shellacked by Ohio State in transitive properties, they lost by 15 more points than we did. So there you go. There you go. Why hey, is the line three and a half? It should be 15. Is it down to three and a half? Opinion. Man, the money's coming in hot on Michigan State for some reason. No I idea love why. it. I love it. It's going to get down to two. Ridiculous. Please. It's because people don't know. They're just literally they don't know. Names. They're they just don't literally know. Reading. They're like, oh my God, freaking Michigan State money line. Plus hey, plus. I got a question. Idiots. So I'm looking at the Michigan State Ohio State game from last week. I didn't watch any of it. I just now noticed that Ohio State were wearing some god awful jerseys, all all gray, all gray, like normal cut and everything, normal, um, you know, lettering, the the sleeve stripes, the numbers, normal helmet, but all gray. They're not as bad as the neon state. Michigan State jerseys, right? The basketball jerseys are worse, but I agree they're trash. Okay. Okay. All right. So, yeah, there you go. So, now left on the schedule for Michigan State um, with the same record as us at three and seven. They have to go to us. They have to come to us. And by us, I mean Indiana. It's on Saturday, this Saturday, November 18th, another nooner. Um, So, just have another nooner during your tailgate, and you'll be all right. The drink or the other meaning is fine. Um, 
it takes place in the Rock Memorial Stadium in Blo- beautiful Bloomington, Indiana. That is a mouthful. So give uh, Don Fisher a lot of credit on that. Speaking we, of Nooners. Yeah. We are pl- – no, I'm drinking a long drink today, but a black one. So it's 8%. Um, and it's the first time I've drank on a podcast for a while. So there you go. Um, we are on TV where you can always find us. That's Big Ten Network. Um, when I wrote this this morning, maybe this afternoon on work time, um, IU was favored by four points. It sounds like we're down by three and a half now. Over under 47 and a half. Here's what I'm going to give you some. Uh... Oh, Brandon, we have got to teach you. My young, young child. You're so innocent. Um, Brandon just asked in the chat, what is the other nooner? That's, you know, I told you I'm not on flu game. (laughs) Seth will, Seth will describe it. Um, I'm going to give a quick Bragley's bets, not trademarked. Um, hammer both of those hammer. IU over hammer the over as well. Um, series, Indiana, 18, Illinois, um, Illinois, I kept, they, they did everything perfect. Seth, I kept Illinois in here. And I read from the teleprompter like I'm Ron Burgundy. It's ridiculous. Michigan State 49, two ties. IU is winners three of the last seven, two of the last three. We own this series. That's all I'm going to say. Um, breakdown of the opponent. Does anybody want to add anything else in there before, you know, like just kind of the basics Dude, of the game? IU has went over, I think, their last like six games. Because we have an offense, bro. We've got an offense and a QB. We're going to score a bunch of points again. Um, let's hop right in. Let's break down the Spartans. Their head coaches, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even matter to look anything up because he's not going to be there next year. He's not even not going to not going to not going to work it here anymore. Exactly. Exactly. Let's get into this high powered explosive offense of Michigan State. Total offense ranked 121st with 305 yards per game. Scoring offense, 127th at 16.7 points per game. Everybody that's running to their computers to look up, oh, well, we wonder where I use that. Remember, we did change offensive coordinators about three quarters into the season. So give us a little bit of slack. We were dealing, as I said last, last week, with a toddler at offensive coordinator. Now we have a grown man who's calling grown man plays and early Brando's randos. And this is more maybe for Seth. Cause I know your, your answer is going to be, I don't care. Where does Walt bell wind up? Does he get military Academy or Institute Institute BMI? What about Butler? No, you don't think you think he just gets the hell out of Indiana, which I hope he does. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't, I think he's already crossed a state line that he will not return back from. I think he's so crossed I, a, I, a Mason Dixon line. I've got a theory, gentlemen. Uh-oh. Seth, I know you're in HR. Brad, oh I know you're, you're a manager. I hate HR. I think <laughs> I think this guy is a phenomenal, interview. phenomenal interviewer. Oh, I yeah. think he winds up as like an offensive analyst at a, at a power five team. Really? You don't think he would take like an OC job at like, low level mac i don't think he could get that job right now i think i think he i think he skates on his personality and interview skills for the next two to four years and then and then and and then we he winds up at something like what you just said i don't think he can get that immediately but i think this guy has just failed upwards his entire life and he continues and now i get to hate every team he is associated with 
Like yeah. every team he is on, I get hate in my heart for them. If you have hate in your heart, let it out. Um, so what was I going to say? So quarterback coach, right? Could he not do a quarterback coach thing? With He sure. was a quarterback coach in Maryland, quarterback coach at Florida State, and here's the kicker, boys. The one thing we haven't talked about at all this season, he was the quarterback coach here. And couldn't find Brandon Zorsby. Right. right under his nose. He was right Dude, there. That throat hurt <laughs> so bad, and yet that yell was worth it. <laughs> all right, let's keep going on Michigan State uh, if we have to. Key players, I wrote down Noah Kim, but he's not even their quarterback anymore. They got a guy named Catton Hoser or Caton Hauser. What's is that it? Caton Hauser. Hauser. Okay. Uh, he's a freshman. Nothing pops off the tape for him. Six foot three. I mean, he's got the measurables, I guess. He throws the ball at 57%. He's thrown a smidge under 800 yards so far in five games or so that he's played. Um, three touchdowns, two interceptions. He's played at least been the leading passer for Michigan State in five games. He's thrown three touchdowns and two interceptions. Uh, They've got a running back that I wrote down originally as he's pretty good. And I erased it and wrote, he's okay. He's got 711 yards, four touchdowns, 4.3 yards per carry. They have a running back on their team that I expected to be the next Jonathan Taylor at Wisconsin. He came here to Michigan State and uh, just pooed. I don't know where he's at anymore. That's Jalen Berger. He'll probably show up against us and, and go off. But um, he's there, too. And then I've got uh, two running, uh, two wide receivers written down. Mon Tory Foster, leading receiver. And then I started writing down some more stuff. And I put, I don't know. This is so dumb. They stink. Keon Coleman, L O L O L O L. He said Keon Coleman when I was talking, when I interrupted him, he said Keon Coleman. And if you don't know who Keon Coleman is, just look at like the Heisman odds. And I'm sure he's in probably the top seven. No, he's not that. He's not that high, but he's going to be a first round. Yeah, he's very good. He's he's going to be very good. He's he's probably the second or third wide receiver taken off the board. His ball play like how he um oh my god what's it called say, got brain say, fog catch radius talk about his ball catch radius Jesus. just how high say. points of ball high points of ball like you've i've seen him literally jump over people to get a touchdown this year i've watched a lot of florida state because i have a ton of florida state friends he is a walking highlight reel highlight reel and he makes jordan travis look better than he is jordan travis is slightly overrated two first names um, but Keon Coleman is ridiculous, and he came from Fl- or Michigan State. So, Michigan ha. State, ha. ha, he ha. uh, just to give some history, he had 107 yards against IU in 2022. I want to look up that because that game was kind of a cheat code. 2021, the heartbreaker, he didn't do anything. Jalen Reed, who's in the NFL, did some stuff there. 70 yards. It, it wasn't a very, it was a very off defensive struggle that game. It took Seth to that game. That's why we didn't win. So I've never been with Seth at a game where we won. No, no, no. He's never been to a game outside of Idaho, which I don't think he came as a guest of mine. I think he was already in Bloomington. That's um, true. At his sister's house. 
came with his nephew and they stayed in the rain and watched us struggle with Idaho for a bit. Get the dub. Himbo one and one. I don't know if my brother Shane's seen a win either. So just we can't invite well, Shane. We bring, we bring Shane to like Michigan. Yeah. Like, like we don't bring him to like, you know, I don't know, Cincinnati or something. Right. But Seth went to both Cincinnati games. Uh, and the one at Cincinnati ended up being kind of fun for a little bit. But then Basilac got a Basilac. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it doesn't matter. Let's stop talking about this. They got another guy named Trey Mosley. You might have heard about him. He's like 39 years old. He's been there forever. Speaking of 39 year olds. Oh, wait a minute. We're going to talk about how uh, sub made. Their uh, defense is total defense. Weird enough, 58th um, in the country, 370 yards per game given up. It's pretty good. Considering uh, their schedule. Considering their schedule. Well, you know, I was just going to go back and look at the high-powered offenses they played. They get they give up 26 to Iowa, which is over the golden <laughs> number. Did. Oh, yeah, that would have kept him. But he's, he's toast already. I mean, Maryland, very good offense. Well, good offense. Wisconsin, uh, uh, Washington, very good offense. Michigan, eh, right? And then Ohio State, very good. I mean, they played a few good offenses, but Nebraska, <laughs> Minnesota, <laughs> Rutgers, <laughs> right? Right, Richmond, Central, Central Michigan. <laughs> so maybe their numbers are skewed a little bit. Uh, scoring defense is seventy eighth. They give up about four touchdowns a game, a little bit less. Um, and when I was kind of transitioning into the 39 year old thing was there's another guy that's been there for literally 17 years and his name is Cal holiday. Um, he is a linebacker that will probably play on Sundays somewhere and be like a super annoying version of like Josie jewel or something. Uh, he's their leading tackler. He's got an interception on the, on the season as well. And they've got a DB named Jaden Magnum who's leading the team in interceptions. I did zero research on this because it was so boring to go through their defense and their offense and to find any like legit key players. And I, I put myself in some other people's shoes and thought like, if I were to look at IU stats, like who would I point out? Right. I don't even think that you would point out Jalen Lucas. Like without, with, if you were just going through not watch IU at all and you looked at stats, you'd be going through there and being like, this guy runs a little bit. Guy catches the ball, cool. They do be talking about Taven Jackson as the leading passer still. Um, it's it's weird to do what we do. Um, I mean, I don't sit there and watch Michigan State. I really don't care for them at all. That's what Big Banther's for. Go watch their show. Listen, listen to them. Oh, Brendan Sorsby took over uh for first place in passing, by the way. But Jalen Lucas is our leading rusher still at 265. Trent Howland. The surprise at number two, Trent Howe on 240 yards on uh, almost 20 less carries. Just a, just a, a if you're listening, Rod Carey, um, Trent Howe <laughs> right behind a guy that's played all season by about 20 yards and he's got 20 less carries. Um, anything you want to add, Seth? I know that you watch a lot of Big Ten football and kind of like Michigan State. I don't kind of like Michigan State. It is brown water trash football these are just i mean the you have to win this game you have to win this game we're winning it's it's air you're playing against well-intentioned air (laughs) well-intentioned air and i'm probably gonna have to sit next to 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 two dudes or like a dude and his his he probably calls it calls her 
his girl, right? And we got my girl. This is my girl. Um, and they're going to scream, go white, go green, go white, go green, go white for like a few quarters. And I'm taking, but I'm taking my, my five, almost five-year-old who is one and oh, knock on wood against what was also a brown water trash version of Wisconsin. So hopefully we can get two and oh, carry that momentum with Beckett into, into next season and, and keep rolling. But I agree with you. Let's talk about IU now. Who are we watching on offense? Let's talk with Seth first. Let's let Seth go first. Uh-oh. There's, it's one answer. If you guys have a different answer, you're wrong. That's not true. It's Brendan Sorsby. Yeah, you're. that's not true. There's other ones. Mm-hmm. He's established himself. This is a game where you are expected to win. Now go out there and deliver the win to your teammates. Earn their trust. Validate the trust. This is the, you know, the post-anointment moving forward game gotta have it you gotta be the man who repeats gotta put up 250 yards gotta be above 67 percent passing completion and you have to do two things you haven't done yet give the ball on the zone read and drop off to tight ends and running backs in the check down game josh henderson's so good out of the backfield catching the ball I just want to. So I want. I need you to watch your tone when you talk about our Brendan. By the way, like what? That. That's Don't. that's the next step. That's the next step in the evolution of his game. I just is... want to let everybody know. IU is seventieth in passing defense. Michigan State, eighty second, and we gave up five hundred yards last week. So just so you guys know, go. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Brandon. Yeah, for for me is the man that will be playing on Sundays for this team, and that's Donovan McCauley. Um, he is so fun to watch, even when he doesn't have the ball. I saw it. Maybe you caught it, but his route to get in that his one touchdown at the end zone was oh yeah, filthy. You talked about it a lot. Yep. Filthy. Like what he does before the ball is thrown to him is almost equally as impressive as what he does to get the ball. He's open on every play. Sorsby's going to throw a good ball. The line's blocking well. Don't watch that. Don't watch any of that. Watch what McCulley does before he gets the ball, and you'll understand why he's doing it. I'm watching McCulley, and I it's it's so, 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 so much fun. <laughs> um, 4.9 yards per carry. 7.3 yards per reception. I'm watching, and we love Josh Henderson, but I'm watching our boy, Trent Howland. That's who I'm watching. Josh is going to get the first down, second down carries. He'll get the first team runs, I think. Um, but I want to see what, what Trent can do. I want to see what Trent can do with some more run and against, I think, what we should be able to tear up this defense a little bit. Um, I think Minnesota I, ran for over 200. Like this defense, just they give it up both ways. Bro, you guys might want to watch out for Brendan running the ball a little bit. Watch out for him. Um, just hopefully not in overtime on second and third down. So don't make that face, Seth. The players said it themselves. Players said it themselves. Um, defense, who are we watching? Don't say Aaron Casey, Seth. 
No, it, it's got to be a bounce back game for the secondary. They have no threat to throw the ball at all. So if you see the ball flying through the air and they're giving for 250, 300 yards again, you are in trouble. So Keaton Hauser is the guy they've been hoping to evolve into the starting quarterback all season. I saw it in the pre in the preseason uh, blogs for Michigan State. They were hoping this guy would eventually be the quarterback. They didn't like him to begin with. Who cares? We don't care. That's not our problem. Uh, the problem is they don't have a quarterback. They don't have receiving threats. So if they are putting up yardage, if they are putting up completions in the air, that's going to spell for a hell of a long day. And I'm going to be fielding a lot of shitty text messages from the two of you guys. Not me. I don't text at the games. <laughs> mm-hmm, I mute right, you guys. Yeah. I mute you guys. I I just hate tweet sometimes. <laughs> um, with a lot of periods. <clears throat> Brandon, who are you watching on defense? We need to get you out of here. You sound like shit. It's it's the other NFL player, right? It's it's Andre Carter. He hasn't put NFL stats. It's stat stuff in time, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, he needs to sell out for the sack. Um, and and That's he. Sad. Not Seth Sack. He doesn't need to sell for for Seth Sack. But Andre Carter, let's get some stat stuff in here. Let's get a sack and a half. Let's get maybe two tackles for a loss. I'm watching Andre Carter because, honestly, good teams could scheme around him. This ain't a good team. Good coaches in scheme around him. This ain't a good coaching staff. Andre Carter, go get yours. I was just looking, uh, doing a little bit of on-the-fly research. They give up a, uh, just about two sacks per game. Yeah, they're, they're, they're not Illinois, which we did not no, take advantage of. No, Indiana gives up just a smidge over two, um, just as some perspective there, as well as uh, Purdue's right around two sacks per game. I was just looking, looking future. Um, I agree I was going to go with the pass rush in general. Um so let me think. Let me just get a name here. We took secondary. We took a player. Um, let's go with let's go with Jacob Magnum Ferrar. Uh, we t- Mangum Ferrar. We talked about him being super inconsistent last week. He made a couple really big plays, but he also had a couple really, actually, a lot of really bad plays. A lot of really bad misses, bad bad fills um or lack thereof i guess um so let's see what he can do he is a he's a he's going to be in one of the senior day guys right um in his last game in memorial stadium you know it doesn't mean a lot to him it, it just being a transfer i'm assuming but um let's see what he can do bouncing it back he's a he's a really good player we've seen him do some really good things i think he can eat up a lot because uh, they're going to try to run i'm assuming they're going to try to run the ball a lot so We'll see what he does. Uh, let's before we get on to Brandon's part where he has to talk even more. So you want to... I'm just kidding. I'm just trying to get him off his phone. All right. Um, I got I got kind of a one a, a and one B two part question here. Um, do either one of you have a senior day moment that you would like to share? Whether whether high school, it doesn't have to be even sports related, right? Like, do you guys have like a it doesn't even have to be with parents. Like, do you have like a senior moment? Because this is senior day. We haven't brought it up. This is senior day. Not a team full of seniors. Shout out Aaron Casey. Um, but do either one of you guys have it? Uh, my senior night was particularly lame because I didn't get to. Uh, I had my dad with me. That was it. So I, you know, it's kind of like uh, 
because my yeah. mom had passed away the year before it kind of sucked um so for me it was kind of a a, a, a somber not i don't know not necessarily the happiest of occasions um and then but i have i'll have a better story is my sister played basketball at ball state which is really cool um and my nephew actually played uh at ball state last night um and he hit a three and he so he's a 138 three-pointers behind her in the um worthen arena three-point made field goals list now so um just kind of a cool thing there but no all of mine suck it was the end of the season like no yeah. it was always it was it was and it was awkward to to have this like kind of weirdly emotional thing before the game then you had to get on oh, the it's kickoff always team. after it's always oh, no. after ours was before it was no it was oh, bad before is weird before is no good yeah it's a rivalry game too that's they do it before at iu right they do yeah um i thrived on that I thrived on the before the game, like this is it kind of thing. That was my deal. I don't really have a moment that I can point to. I don't think. Um, I have forgotten a lot about that. Considering that time ago, considering almost it was twenty, years. almost twenty years ago. Yeah. My goodness, that's that's terrible. Um, yeah, great question. Do you have one? Do you want to tell us about it or? Oh, I mean. I got a you funny one. Your own question. Yeah, I, I got I got a funny one. It's, it's not even really funny. Um, but I got kicked off the basketball team like two weeks before the end of the season. I think I've told this story before. So um, I, my mom and I sat in the student section, and then the student section cheered when for me and my mom. So that was that was kind of funny, kind of a middle finger to to the athletic department. Uh, but the cool story is. Um, my brother um, was an absolute stud at wrestling. I think he went to state like three years in a row. Unfortunately, never won, but an absolute stud. So his senior day, he ends up losing, goes to the locker room, punches a locker because we're crazy, breaks his hand. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. he and I'm, we have a great relationship with my mom, but he's crying. I'm crying. We're walking out together. It was it was something I'll never forget. Hopefully, hopefully he doesn't forget it. But. I'm like, I'm, that's my next question. My one B, are you guys criers at all in these situations? Mike, you said you get hyped up. So probably not, but oh. I am a monster crier in these emotional situations. No, I've, yeah, no, you I, saw me I at remember. my wedding. I was balling. Yeah. No, the entire me, time. Me at my wedding. No, my wedding was like a, I mean, you guys were both there. Yeah. It was like a party. It was crazy atmosphere the whole time, or at least that's what we hoped for. That's what I felt. Um, I've, I remember distinctly like sixth grade, right? Sixth grade, we lost in overtime football. It was, this is football. Lost in overtime, fourth down, had to throw it at some point into the end zone. The dude was actually, he was, he was aiming for my brother. Um, and this guy made a, a crazy tip or an interception. I just remember crying, just just losing my mind, right? And I cry every single time. Friday Night Lights when they lose on the on the spoiler alert, guys. Um, when they lose and Tim McGraw hugs his son right there on the field, yep. oh, dude, every time, every time. If I've had a few bevies and I throw that movie on Friday Bro, or it's Saturday too, nights, it's, it's waterfalls for me after a few hundred percent. Hundred percent sober, few sober. I might yeah. get a little choked up, but it's few, few bevies. It's waterfall. Exactly. 
All right. Enough on this stuff. Oh, um, we didn't ask Seth. I know no, Seth's he... a crier. Seth's, a, oh, Seth's a huge crier. Oh, yeah. I'm a giant big water baby. He cried uh, after like wreck softball. <laughs> man, it was my first game back and I hit a home run straight away. It was <laughs> hell yeah, you did. Hell yeah, you did. Um, you did. It was an emotional moment. Um, no, I definitely am. I, I think we all have those stories like the crosstown rivalry, the middle school, eighth grade, you know, the uh, north versus south game. And uh, we were fourth, we were down by one uh, on or like down by, sorry, down by four um, on the one yard line, first and goal, threw it four straight times and didn't get in. And Jesus never for, never forgive uh the quarterback the running back who dropped the ball one time wide open the coaches for calling oh never forgive those people to this day it hurts grown men cry yeah yeah speaking speaking of grown men um what percentage of big 10 fans know this is a rivalry game like if you would go to a maryland or a wisconsin fan would they have any idea of the brass spoon? Wisconsin, maybe Maryland, no. Wisconsin Maryland fans Maryland. probably don't know anything. I don't know. Even sure they had. Who is their rival? Is it Penn State or Rutgers? Both. Penn I thought. State, yeah. I'm not but sure. they, I don't. Yeah. See, I don't even know. I don't know. I, I think it's two fan bases. I think it's Michigan and I think it's Purdue. Only because they oh, like Purdue Rutgers. knows. Yeah, Purdue right. But I think those are the only fan bases that know this rivalry. I bet there's some oh, IU yeah. fans that don't know this is a rivalry. Yeah. Yeah. All right. This is a hypothetical because IU still has Tom Allen. So this hypothetical. Who gets the higher profile coach if both spots are available? Considering who's already linked with a, with Michigan State and what I think I've talked about uh, on a previous pod and heard on national podcasts or, or somewhere else, this Michigan State team, Michigan State position, is considered a, an incredibly high-profile position. But like, who wants to touch? They got to be the most toxic program after. Bro, you Michigan. said Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer is a legit option jimbo fisher is a legit option like i brian kelly probably a legit option right like the, actually did he ever get let go did he let go yet or are we just still no, speculating on that brian kelly is like eight and two at lsu no not brian kelly um chip, chip kelly. kelly sorry chip, chip oh. kelly um did he he it's just speculation uh, it's it's highly expected the boosters have announced it um, but the boosters don't actually control the team. So it's like <laughs> if he becomes boosters have told what? the athletic directors to do it, but the athletic directors haven't pulled the trigger. So here's, I, an, here's another name, a name that beat their ass this season. Kaywin DeBoer could be a name if he's going to if they're going to go after somebody. He's way too good for Michigan State. Dude, he, he might you, go to Texas A&M. I'm, Texas A&M, yeah. I could see throwing I see a that too. bag. I don't think he bag. fits there, though. He fits Michigan State. Like He just fits no. that, what I they want to do. Think, I, I don't, don't see it at Texas A&M. Um, but maybe. But it, I'm so telling my, you, dude, my thing, big, my thing big that position. if, I, this is what I think, if they have nothing to sell. Are they selling Noah Kim? They, just, they, they don't on. have anything. They don't have any, like, you can. That's why I think this job is going to be better than most think. Is you have Soresby, you have DMAC, 
Um, the defense is a little bare, but like you can point to the upward trajectory with this program. I don't know if that matters. That's probably crimson colored glasses for me, but I just feel like when you put both these teams next to each other, one's a better job. Yeah. You've got, some, think- you've got some studs on defense. You have a few studs. I mean, you've got, I'm just going to throw some. I mean, you've got Lewis Kobe Miner, Marcus. Back. You got Kobe Miner. You got Phil Dunham. You got um, our boy, Anthony Anthony Jones, who's made some big time plays here down the, down the stretch. He's young, dude. Redshirt freshman, I think, uh, the Oregon transfer. So, I mean, there's some there, but there's the, the offense we've talked about. Off a quarterback, running back, wide receivers that you can build from. The, the answer is Michigan State. But like when I, when I got to thinking of this, why it's a rando, I was just like, how could any coach in their right mind? And I came down to one thing, gentlemen, Michigan State's going to pay more money. Yeah, 100 <laughs> percent. That, that's it. And if anybody's the- going to be a basketball school, right, it should be them. Right. <laughs> they're the last team to win a national championship in the Big Ten. They're the, they're they're perennially better than usually better than IU. Right, they're going to be maybe based on yesterday. I'm not sure. Um, did they win yesterday? Did they beat Duke just barely? No, they, they they lost. They ended they up lost. losing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they should be a good team. That's just how Izzo is, though. Beginning of the season, Izzo is kind of rough. They should be a really good team this year. They should be a really good team in the future. They're always a really good team. Why can't we do that? Like I just don't understand it. The infrastructure is there. There's no way that they make more money than IU does, or at least not that much more money, right? I don't get it. I don't get it. But I'm with you. I'm I'm not saying IU's not the better better job at all. It's definitely Michigan State. Yeah. I want to jump to quick Brando's bets when we get the predictions. Yeah. TM. Sweet. So two legs are automatic. Two legs are absolutely automatic. And that's IU money line and over 47 and a half. Mm-hmm. Um that that pays out to plus two hundred, so that's three to one. Now, when we play, when we played Louisville, when we played Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan, they gave touchdown scores. I don't know if your betting app will give touchdown scores for this game. Maybe I, day of. I highly doubt it, but but if they do, do a DMAC touchdown into that, that will likely jump that up to plus nine. 900 plus a thousand um also here's another sprinkle if they have it as an option they've shown they want soresby to run in the end zone sprinkle a brendan soresby whether that's a tush push whether that's a read option whether that's scrambling out of the pocket that's something that i bet you can get awesome odds on because just because so that that's that's my bets conservative iu money line over 47 and a half if you want to add to that DMAC touchdown, if you want to sprinkle Soresby touchdown, I'm going to, I'd like to, to Jimmy a little bit on top of that. Um, give me my traditional pick. Give me IU to win the first quarter. IU to win the first quarter. I'm sure that that's going to add a little bit on there too. So if you want to, you want to do a little bit, a little bit more sprinkles on there, you're probably around plus 20, 1200 probably. at that point with all those. Yeah. yeah. Pretty good bet. Um, is that it? That's it. Okay. Seth Sack. Yeah. Now that we have two weeks uh, left in the season. um, Well, technically, IU still has an outside chance at getting a bowl. 
They do. If Mississippi if, if State loses, five and somebody seven. else loses. Yep, yeah, I was going to say there's two teams that would be in the same position, and James Madison, I believe, is the only team that would absolutely two. leapfrog. There's four. So the so here's what I just read today. Just so you know, bowl teams five and seven. There's an athletic story that just came out. Uh, I think it was yesterday or over the weekend. Let's see if I can find it. Well, anyway, athletic. Go ahead and keep going. The, the point of it is the bowl hopes. There's still a very slim possibility. Jacksonville of that. So, State, Jacksonville State, and James Madison. Okay, so Jacksonville State the, is also in the, the transitional. Yeah, is also yeah. in that transitional. But the, at nine and at ten and no, James Madison is easily. Oh yeah, going to surpass. Yeah. Um, uh, so my point is, uh, with two games to go, I think at the beginning of the season, um, I don't know exactly what we had done from a project- projection standpoint, but how many pro players do we now think are on this IU roster that will eventually be on an NFL roster? From from what we talked about today, it sounds like Donovan McCulley. Aaron, maybe Brendan Sorsby, maybe? No way. He doesn't have the too tools. small. Aaron Casey, he's young, guys. It's literally he, like he his doesn't first have the arm. season of playing. Like his arm, his arm, he doesn't, he doesn't got it. Like you need a gun. And Andre okay. Carter we'll are see. the three names that I came up with. You don't think Phil Dunham could sneak in there, or no, he doesn't have the athleticism, not enough tape. Anthony Jones, he has the size. He just hasn't done anything. That's what I mean. No, these guys are these guys are freshmen, right? I'm not. I'm not saying polished this year necessarily but how many do you think who are on this roster right now will make will get into an nfl camp him camper will get a camp if he's okay. if, he, if he passes a, he's not going to make a team it's not going to pass a physical if he can pass a physical cam camper's skills are just he yeah so i think camper makes a roster um I mean, Whopper made a roster. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think Cam Cam. I mean, no offense to Whopper. Cam Camper is the better receiver than Whopper. Um, that's that's tough, man. It's um, a great question. Can we can we answer it next week? Can we have homework? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's a, home, that's a homework question because right now we're just throwing spaghetti at a wall. I think it's a mm-hmm. really good question. Um, I just don't want to just kind of think on live podcast. That's not great podcasting. All right, well, let's land this plane. Nobody's listening. Okay, go ahead. Come on, Sully. Land this plane. Oh, me? Yes. Uh, sorry. Predictions. Um, let's see. Seth has... We all had this as a win. This is the first time in a long time. Seth has this as a complete beatdown. So does Brandon. Uh, Seth's original pick was IU 34, which was laughable early in the season. Now, mm-hmm. totally obtainable. Michigan State 17. Are you going to change it. that? Keep let's it. keep it. Same. I like that. Brandon, positive Brandon, Indiana, 36, Michigan State, 13. Can I, can I take a touchdown and give a touchdown? If I mean, if you want to. you're Right now, you're over, by the way. Yeah, I, I had 31-21 for a new one. Okay, that's still okay. It's fine. I had a really high-scoring game. I had 41-38 IU winning. I'm going to update that. I think this is the first game we get to have some fun. Like some real fun. See, right? I disagree. I, I I think I think we're going to be up a touchdown late. We're going to have the ball. They're going to have the ball. We're going to have the ball. They're going to get up. And then 
And then we get we make a big play. We get into the red zone. We go run, 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 kick a field goal. That's how we win by 10. I think we win 38-17. Love it. Smidge I, over smidge over what sets. What up. what gives you guys confidence it's gonna be a blowout? I I don't know. I just see it. I I've seen that. I've seen it happen before. Like I've just seen IU come out and just look at the way the offense is clicking, bro. I mean, coming off that game, coming off a Penn State game, granted the Wisconsin game was a little weird, is, but again, I felt good. Is Caton Hauser much different than Paddock? Is there a running back? Paddock has led? confidence and four years of experience under yeah. his belt. Yeah. Yeah, I it is a, it is a, it is a super more of a, senior This versus... is more of a comparison to Braden Locke, I think. Which was a which was what a four three point game six point game yeah six but that was their defense I think was is way better than Michigan State's defense. Cal Holiday is gonna do something that just makes me want to break something. Nah, he'll be all right. We don't have Jack Tuttle back there. We'll be okay. I love it. I love the confidence. I I. You said confidence is a dangerous thing. I was confident at Rutgers. I was confident. Last you were not week, confident at Rutgers. You were confident at Wisconsin. Oh, Wisconsin. Wisconsin, sorry. Um, I'm confident again this week. You uh, Last week was not your fault. It wasn't my fault either. So Tom it was definitely Tom Allen's fault. Um, yeah, I don't know. Seth, you want to post a poll on this one? We haven't done that all season. If you want to, you can. Uh, is Sethy play-by-play going to be back this weekend? I think so. Oh, first time in a while. Yep. He'll be back. Um, anybody else got anything else to say before we wrap her up? It'll, it'll be the last one because I will. I refuse to do the bucket game. That's, That's fair. That's fair. That's fine. Be sure to check out the pod on Twitter, Instagram. It's at Podcast LEO. Be sure to follow our new partner. Why did I say it's not even in there? It's not <laughs> even in the notes. It's not even there. Follow our partner, Big Banter Sports, for all the latest updates involving our podcast as well as the other 13 top-notch pods that cover the other teams in the conference. The one that covers Michigan State isn't even talking football anymore. They've moved on. They've literally said that we're not talking football anymore. We're just talking basketball. Be sure to download, rate, review, follow on all of our platforms. Join us for our next episode as we recap I use Trot. A trot to two straight trophies to finish the season. Make Indiana football Fun again, Miffa. 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 He said it. It doesn't work with that. It's not as much fun. <laughs>